the Florida Keys. There's a place called Kokomo. That's where you wanna go to get away from it all. Bodies in the sand. Tropical drink melting in your hand. We'll be falling in love to the rhythm of a steel drum band. Down in Kokomo, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Hilargo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go? We'll get there fast and then we'll take it slow. That's where we wanna go. Way down in Kokomo. Artinique, that Monterey mystique. We'll go out to sea. And perfect our chemistry. By and by, we'll defy a little bit of gravity. Beep. See, you know why I do that? Nah. So you can clearly know when to start. So I know how to match all the tracks up together. Mm -hmm. What's up, Tyler? Mr. Tyler Ferguson? <sighs> None, man. You know, just chilling. Yeah. Just chilling, dude. That's it. That's all I'm about. You know, wedlocked now. Yeah, dude, wedlocked. That's, That's right. crazy. I've never heard it used other than to be like, they had a baby out of wedlock. I gotta get married now. Because that's going to work out. Yeah. Sometimes it does. When people, is it called a shotgun wedding? The yeah. came from the dad was going to shoot the dude or something like that. Yeah, while holding the shotgun, walking down the aisle. Kind of thing. I don't know. I guess it's... I guess it's just liberal in me. I think to myself, wouldn't you rather like your daughter marry someone? No, no she uh, no, she will not be happy. So, yeah, so yes, you would rather her marry someone that she uh, she like would want to be with as opposed to somebody that mm -mm. she's forced to be with. Nope, not me. Yeah, why is American? I mean, okay, look. In all fairness, in all fairness, I mean, I would prefer. For her to be with the father of her child. But if he sucks. Then I mean. Look. We just gonna take care of that baby. And we gonna. I see it. We gonna tell him that he don't exist. He died. You keep your mama's last name. He got run over by a train. Keep your mom's last name. You don't take the Johnson name. You know. Or whatever the last name might be. I was about to say. You never know. That might cut deep to somebody. So don't take the Johnson <laughs> name. Oh the Johnson. <laughs> Old feet. <laughs> Old foot. <clears throat> so you just got fresh off the plane from where? The Dominican Republic. Yeah? We went back. You went and visited some ancestors over there? We went back a week. Man, come on. <laughs> nah, man. They're all... Look. I don't... I didn't know what to expect. I'm not an overseas guy. Yeah, I don't know <clears throat> Is that much. your first time leaving the country? Yeah. I don't know much about other countries. Yeah. I don't know what I expected, but you know how I think Dominican Republic, I know it's not in Mexico, obviously. But, you know, when you think South America, the non-cultured mind immediately goes to, you know, who you're going to see working at, you know, Mexican restaurant. It's not that, man. They're a, they're, they're a different shade than what I would expect in the Dominican Republic. It's not, it's, I'm not trying to get racy. No, no, no. You, I, you know what I mean, though? Like, I, uh, 
So they don't look like me is what I'm getting at. I watch a lot of, yeah. I That's watch, what I was trying to say. I watch, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I guess I made it crazy. You did, you did, you did. It's okay, though. You're the host. You're, uh, I watch a lot of uh, sports. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that come out of the Dominican Republic. Uh, What's up, bro? Kill yourself. All right. <laughs> yeah, America. <laughs> Start off uh, right, huh? Yeah, but um, you know, watch a lot of watch a lot of sports. And so does the average American. Yeah, and so therefore, that's where there's a lot of Dominican Republicans. Well, you know, that's like I saw. You know, I've always you hear like uh, David Ortiz is from the Dominican Republic, right? Mm-hmm. And there is a certain cadence in their voice you hear. It was funny to be like surrounded by it. Cause it's like. You know, when Big Poppy gives a, gives a uh, interview, you know, or just any, most Dominican people, you know, it's like, well, you know, how do you feel? You just set the home run record for a single game. It's like, wow, 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 you know. Yeah. Wow, man, this is amazing. Wow. You know, it's like a whole different type of Spanish. Yeah. But um, the only thing, this isn't like a problem I have, but, you know, like we went to an all-inclusive resort, and I was like, my thought was, I was like, you know what, the whole week, everybody's going to be speaking Spanish to us, so I'll pick up and learn from Spanish. No, it was just broken English. Oh, yeah. You know, and... Uh, some of it was weird because like they are, I, I genuinely, you know, Chick-fil-A employees are trained to my pleasure. Yeah. These guys are trained to, to serve you. Yeah. And so it's weird. Yeah. You know, like you're not carrying your bags to your room. Um, you're not getting up to get in that. You might as well not get up to pee. They yeah. do it for you. Like yeah. that, like a, your every need. Yeah. That's crazy. It's wild. I, it took me some getting used to for sure. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I've never been in one of those kind of, uh, trips or whatever i've been to a few hotels you know where they'll have like those people that will definitely bring your bags and stuff like that but well, yeah that's normal but yeah. like room service 24 hours yeah it was nice that was nice man listen listen dominicans the food because you know we could eat however much we wanted the food was great for the most part some of it was okay i thought the breakfast was just okay a lot of it this is how i've been describing to people they have majority american food really yeah and a lot of the American food was like one of the employees that worked there a couple years back for a month smelled American food and described the smell to them. Oh, and then wow. they cooked it. You know, some of it was off, like, <clears throat> like weird. Um, but, dude, tell you one thing, they could, two things they could do well. One thing they perfected. And you're going to be like, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's like an, an easy thing, whatever. French fries. French fries. Best French fries I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Fried chicken. Strips, yeah, not whole strips. They put and when they make a chicken sandwich, they put hummus on it. Oh my gosh, I wonder why or how they come to those conclusions. It's good, man. Yeah, I uh, I've been to Mexico. That's it. I went to Mexico when I was like sixteen. It's the only time I ever left. What'd you do in Mexico? A mission trip. I went for uh. You went on a mission trip? Yeah. What'd you do? It was a different guy when I was, you know, 15 years ago, but... True. We went over there to uh, basically build a compound and, you know, see what it's like for people to live in Matamoros, Mexico. And it was absolutely... Uh, it's sad, huh? It was one of the most humble... It was the most humbling yes. experience of my entire life. For, like, the two weeks, the first two weeks I was home, like... I was just so grateful for everything I had. And I've never felt that way since then or before then. But that trip was very, very humbling. 
especially when they brought us to this big old trash heap. It was basically like a dump. Yeah. It was a dump. And it was for miles and miles. All you could see was trash. And you just saw, like, heads popping up. Oh, get out of my house. Like, people, well, people lived all around it. Like, it was, like, for a mile and a half, all around it, a big old circle was of just, like, shacks that people, you know. You know, that's one thing that, like, I can definitely see there's a market in countries like that. And you got to think, like, Dominican Republic and Haiti are on the same island. So it's, like, um... You know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but the way it's marketed to you is beautiful beaches, sandy, all the mountains. The, yes, and it was beautiful, but dude, the ride, 40 minute ride from our airport to the resort. Yeah. I felt bad. I was like, what am I? I was humbled, you know, as somebody who, you know, I try to think lesser of myself sure. and, you know, and, and be there for others. I was like, God, what are we doing here? Yeah. We're about to go sit at this resort and like, Man, it was just sad. Like, it was one point, and this is from, I guess, just being in the country and kind of being around it. You know, um, our family, you know, they were they have a farm with cows and stuff, and that's a part of their income. And we passed by this huge, just you know, it was just grass and these cows on it. And the guy in the uh, ride share, he was like, uh, "Lots of money, lots of money. cow make lots of money." You know, and I looked, dude, and it was the cows were skinnier than I was. Yeah, you know, and it's like, no, Dang. they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. Or maybe here. Sure. But it also sucked because it would be like this one million, three million dollar building, and then everybody's like shacks and they're riding their dirt yeah. bikes. One thing that was cool though that I, I, I'm not a big international overseas guy. Like I just, you know, if if and this is just me, you know, if I feel a higher calling to to go and serve somewhere, that's one thing. But like just for vacation, it wasn't. I don't know. Dude, I'm much more of a let's go to the mountains kind yeah. of guy. You know, that's just me. Let's go to let's go to Dollywood and Pigeon Forge. But right, but. If I ever go back, Stephanie and I both agreed, I think we want to go, and we might have to wait until we have kids, but we want to go to the Nickelodeon Resort down there. Really? You can stay in, like, SpongeBob's Pineapple. And look, <laughs> I know I'm 22 with a full-time job, and I live on my own and stuff, but, bro, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Eat at the Krusty Krab. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine how stay crusty like a, those crabs would be? Bro, for real. You stay in, like, a Danny Phantom room. We did get scammed, though. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't get scammed. Um, but I got, I feel like a chump. Yeah. So you got got. Yeah. So on the beach, there's, you know, vendors walking around. Yeah. With different, this will be the last story I'll tell them. We can move on if you want. But there's vendors it's walking a podcast. around with different we just things. just tell stories. <laughs> it's fair. It's fun. But they had different things. Uh, like someone would sell maps. Yeah. Or like art. I don't know. I didn't stop long enough to look at sure. jewelry. And the big thing was like, don't let them put the jewelry on you. Yeah. Sunglasses, foot massages, leg massages. Okay. I don't know what other massages. Um, I'm sure there's a lot. Parrots and monkeys. Dude, I love monkeys. I just like... You were selling monkeys? No, 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 no. no. Pictures of monkeys. Yeah, Hold monkey. But my dream in life would be to own a monkey. Yeah. Love monkeys. So I told Stephanie, it was our last full day. I said, I'm, I'm getting a picture of that monkey. So I had some pesos and some USD, and I, I took it down to the beach, and I said, I'm going to get a picture with a monkey. Thinking. I had two 20s. I don't know what I was thinking, but in my head, I was like, I'll break these two 20s, pay like five, ten bucks for a monkey picture. Well... We step on the beach. I mean, maybe my foot hits the sand. And monkey guy sees us, points at us, comes straight towards us. Eye contact and all. Yeah. <clears throat> so my plan is about, hey, how much for the picture? Dude, before I utter a word, the monkey's on Stephanie. So I'm already at yeah. least some type of currency yeah. in. And I'm like, how much, how much, how much? He's like, 2,000. 2,000 pesos. Which, which is, is 40 bucks, maybe. Yeah. You know? Um. So... I lie because I'm like, 
well, I'm going to try to pay the least possible. Amount. Oh, I don't have that. Yeah. He's like, oh, give me what you got. And I was like, well, I don't have a lot of cash. He was like, Venmo, Cash App. Venmo, Cash App. You know, he's, he's got his accent because, you know, yeah. it's broken English. And I said, I don't have those. Dude, he like breaks his accent, looks me in the eyes. You ain't got Cash App? <laughs> you know, and so everybody has Cash You ain't got Cash App? Yeah, like, come on, bro. And I was like, no. And he said, give me your cash. So I give him a 20. And I said, here you go. And he said, 20 more now. And I was like, what? And he was like, 20 more now. And started like walking towards it. All right, here, 20 more. But it took me a while to find it. So I'm like, oh, this dude's about to like beat her and take yeah. him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I find the other 20 and he throws it on. First off, I'm like trying to put my shirt on. Like, no, 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 no. So he gets me up there and he's making me like put my arms awkward. It's just, it's terrible, yeah. right? So we're taking just the most awkward picture and he's taking it with her phone while he's like oddly close to my stuff. Yeah. And then this guy starts walking from a distance and he's, pet it, pet it. And I was like, no, we don't have, no, no money, no money. Yeah. It's okay, vacation. Puts the parents on both those. And I'm like, reassuring my, I don't have, vacation, vacation, vacation. Yeah. So then he makes us take pictures with the parents and kiss in the picture. But the whole time he's like reaching towards my phone and stuff. Yeah. So finally we get done. And uh, I grabbed my stuff and I said, hey, I don't have money. Vacation. You know, he daps me up. We're walking away. Pay me cash. I said, what? He said, cash now. So like, thankfully I had 500 pesos, which is four, five dollars, I yeah. think. So it's something like that. I could be wrong. It might be like eight bucks. Anyways, I just gave him that. And then yeah. the people next to us, these, these white people, they were like, oh, no, did you guys really just pee him? And I was like, yeah, what, what do you want me to do? Piss off some Dominican guy? Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not the one. I'm the, yeah, that's the thing. I was talking to somebody and they were like, oh, I'd have punched him. No, you wouldn't have. And no, I wouldn't yeah. have. You can call me a, you know, a weasel all day, but I was yeah. going to pay him. It's something that, I guess, uh, trial and error. You know, in the future, yeah. you know what? Monkey's not even worth it. Yeah, I'll yeah. superimpose well, myself on the AI. Here's the, thing, here's the <laughs> thing I would never admit, but I, I'd have paid more than 40 bucks for a picture with the monkey. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to. I'd have, like right now, you're thinking I would spend more than forty dollars. Yeah, yeah not even in the moment. A thousand percent. But here's the thing: I wasn't scammed. Yeah. I wasn't bamboozled. I wasn't swooned. I just felt like a chump. Yeah. I felt like a little kid. How long did it lay heavy on you with the whole ride home? I'm still talking about it. Yeah. I brought yeah. it up. Yeah. Didn't I? But you know, that's a good point. There were parts of it, man. I really did enjoy. Um, Dude, their their soda there is really good. Yeah, yeah. Probably got something to do with the sugar. Something. No, it, it is. It, it tastes not that soda tastes real by any means. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. So that's not a natural thing that comes from the earth. But it tastes. It just tastes better. I'm yeah. like, oh, I could I could drink a two liter of this rather than a two liter, you know, Coke Zero at home, and feel better. Yeah. Well, it's like they say if you eat, you could eat like pasta like nonstop yeah. in Italy. Yeah, but like here, you know, it makes us feel all bloated and stuff. Supposedly, like overseas, it doesn't make you feel that way. There were some things, man. Like, I would. I had one thing at this at this steak steakhouse that we went to twice, and it wasn't that it was great, sure. but it was just like, well, I don't want anything. I, we had their Italian, I didn't like it, but I'm also yeah. Italian's not my favorite, you know. Yeah. Um, and then their their lobster house was just okay. Yeah, but uh, so we just kept going back to steakhouse, really. And uh, listen, I know I said these are first world problems, <laughs> but one of the appetizers was corn soup, and so I was like, "Oh, corn chowder, okay, whatever." Well, Stephanie gets it, bro. It literally it looked like pee, but it literally was juiced corn. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's it bad. It was juiced corn and, and bread. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. But no, nah, it was good, man. It was good. We rode on a plane. I will say. That's your first time on a plane? Nah, I've no. been on a plane. So I've been on a plane on a school trip six years ago at this point, five years ago. And then a friend of ours, uh, it was a pilot instructor. 
he, he moved off now, but when he was here, I rode in his little private plane. That was awesome. Nice. But I love planes, but with my uh, my gut, I'm always having to poop. Yeah. So I had to try to ensure myself the uh, aisle seat every time. And on the way from... Did you poop on the plane? Oh, dude, every single time. On the way from Punta Cana to Charlotte, where our you know uh, connecting flight was, I had to get up once. I was sitting in the middle. That was the only time I was in the aisle. Yeah. But the rest of the time, I just watched a movie. What did you watch? Like uh, let's see. See, I got you. I got you. hard on to the, forget those movies when you yeah, get on a plane. So, all right, all right, on the way there, I watched, uh, I use like the uh, Apple TV temporary subscription that they give you on the plane. And yeah. I watched it. Actually, I watched a, a show. They only had two episodes out, but it was with uh, Jason Siegel. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. Shrinking, maybe, but it's Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford is in it. And they play uh, therapists, psychiatrists, therapists. Yeah, they're therapists. And Jason Siegel's like wife died. He's just a terrible therapist, but he's yeah. like a good. It's one of these. He's like, I'm an unconventional therapist. You know, yeah. I'm gonna, you got anger issues. Let's go to a boxing ring. Yeah. You know, but it, it, I'd watch it. Sure. I don't you did know if I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, on the way back, I actually started. I downloaded a couple movies. First off, I'm a kid at heart, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to download two, it's a seven hours in total will be in the air, so I'm going to download two movies and a show to watch in between. Yeah. Well, it ended up, me and Stephanie watched the Garfield movie with okay. uh, Bill Murray, which, it's a terrible movie, but it reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. But uh, I started Maestro with Bradley Cooper. Okay. And uh, I didn't make it far, I was just like, ah, just, Don't this is something I'm going to have to like, sit on my couch and watch, yeah. you know? So then I watched Good Will Hunting. Uh, have you ever seen it before? No. Wow. Okay. First off, I would say I watched some Fairly Odd Parents too to buffer after yeah. my stroke, but I had a headache. But uh, from um, from Charlotte to New Orleans, I watched Goodwill Hunting and I almost finished it. And so this week, my plan is to finish it. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I've never seen it dude. before, but it's like a dude, movie that everybody's like, "How have you not seen it?" Yeah, well, that's how people have, and it's just one of these I never got it, dude. Once again, not even finished it yet. But like, and I will say this: I understand some of those. You know, growing up, your wife, my sister put me on to watch South Park. And I was way too young to watch South Park. So I never got sure. to understand the episodes that were made around like making fun of other things. Right. Like so, you do now. Yes. And so like the episode they have that's making fun of the creation of Goodwill Hunting where Cartman and Jimmy, Jimmy comes up with the fish sticks joke. Yeah. And uh, the whole thing is like Cartman came up with it even though Cartman was just sitting on the couch. And it's funny now to see the joke. It's like, well, Matt Damon wrote that movie but Ben Affleck takes credit as well even though he had Ben Affleck a duck could have played his character. Right. You know, he's literally just like, hey, Matt Damon, hey, I got some Dunkin' Donuts. That's like his whole character. <laughs> but Matt Damon's like this deep thinking, it's a good movie, you should watch it. I'm sure I'll get around to it. I have a long list at this point. You gotta get Letterbox, bro. I know, my coworkers. I'm uh, all over Letterbox. My coworkers oh, are big oh. about some Letterbox. Oh, another thing I got into this that week. Stephanie, a few months ago, got into Twilight, and I was like, it's stupid. My sister was in it when I was a kid. It's stupid, it's stupid. Watched all of them but the last one because we're waiting to watch it with some friends. And, dude, I love it. I don't know why. It's a story. It's drawn me in, man. Yeah, I've seen it more times than I'm willing to admit. And Uh, I've just, like, articulated. Like, I don't know, man. It's good. It's bad, but it's good. Yeah, it's it's a lot of cringe. Uh, But there's something about it. I was like, man, I like this. Did you ever watch the Hunger Games movies? Yeah, dude. Oh, I went and saw the new one. Yeah, was it any good? Yeah, I loved it. I hadn't seen it. I, uh, See, that was. I, I love the first movie. I love the movies and the books. That was. Um, I read a lot of books, but I read all three. Yeah, I was gonna say I read all those books, and that was the first book series I read all the way through. So I was super big into the movies, and uh, I've been wanting to see that one. It was it was really good. I mean, Peter Dinklage is good. Isn't yeah. that his name? I didn't know he was in that movie. Little fella. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. <clears throat> it was good. Uh, 
old gal that plays Snow White that everybody hates now. She plays. She was great. Yeah. I forgot her name. You know what I'm talking about, though. You haven't heard all the controversy of the new Snow White movie? I have heard yeah, yeah. Like the it's controversy, her. but it's I don't her. know what her She's name is. Yeah, me neither. But it was a uh, it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that was the first like, book. Yeah, I heard he was woke. Yeah, he's woke. He's woke. I ain't, I ain't yeah. watching it. I ain't watching it if he's woke. No. I'm just kidding. I didn't hear anything negative about it or nothing. I thought Some people were like, oh, it just wasn't that good, but that's wrong. I thought it was very good. I mean, you're going to have people say stuff when it's not part of the original you know, stuff or whatever. Yeah, but, but people like, always had stuff to say about original stuff as well. So Exactly. It exactly. wasn't as good as the books. Who cares, man? Yeah. Here's my thing. Hold on. Now, as a society, can I admit we're not as smart as we used to be? Yeah, sometimes. You yeah. know, in some aspects, I think. But also... We've plateaued. I'm way smarter than any 22-year-old in the 50s. Let's just sure. be honest. You know, they're yeah. idiots. But I know what you mean. I know what people mean when they say that. But here's my thing. is like, yeah, I could read a book. I could. I remember reading Hunger Games, imagining what Katniss looked like, imagining what Peter looked like, and all this stuff. And I had it in my head. But then you get them, dude, I'd much rather see what Jennifer Lawrence is as Katniss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. Bro, my imagination, sure. But I'd, instead of thinking and imagining somebody getting shot, I'd rather... There's got to be a way to enjoy both. I mean, Wait, I, mean I, enjoy I enjoy both. both. You know, like I said, I read the books. I now understand why people say stuff yeah. like that because it's like, oh, there are things that are not there. But well, and some of it sucks. Like, some things don't need to be made for us to actually watch. Yeah. Like there's another book series. I read it right after I read um, Hunger Games, and it was the Mysterious Benedict Society. Super cool book series. I read it in like my accelerated program at school. It's it's these kids who are very accelerated and and they're gifted. And they all are kind of gifted for different things. And they're plucked out of their homes and they're put into like, I can't, I'm trying to remember honestly to an extent, but they're, they're put into this group and they're trained by this guy and they're kind of like, I don't even know if it's like spies or what. But anyways, Disney Plus made a series out of it and it sucked. Yeah. You know, it's terrible. Everybody loved Last of Us series. Yeah. Well, yeah. HBO and Disney Plus are clearly two different monsters. Yeah. Last of Us was, was fine. I thought it was good. I'd rather, but that's a video game adaptation, obviously, not a book. But yeah, yeah. and a way better, or uh, way more uh, mature, probably uh, storyline. Like I'll say, dude, I I've come on this. Uh, I think the last podcast I did with you, we talked about how much I loved Uncharted. Yeah. And after that, I finally watched the Uncharted movie. Did you hate it? No, I didn't hate it, but I was pissed I off. I heard it the was hella time. mid. It was mid. That's it. That's why I said <laughs> when I say I didn't hate it, that does not mean I loved it. I'd watch it again. They set up for a second one, which I do want to see, but they were just there's one thing you say, well, that's not what happened in the books. Maybe. Yeah. You know, there's so much left up for debate in books, but not in a game, because that's basically you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And like it was little things like first off, Mark Wahlberg was an okay character, but he didn't have a mustache. And that just pissed me off, too. The guy in the game had a mustache. The guy in the game had a mustache and was an old man the whole time. Yeah. But also, like, I know they were like, well, this is like when they first met, bro. But he was still an old man when they first met. But yeah. that, look, I'm nitpicking. It was good, man. Yeah, man, I had a good honeymoon. Back to reality, yeah. dude. But honestly, <laughs> yeah. you know, I enjoy, I enjoyed the honeymoon. Loved it. But also, you know, I'm just the type of guy I much rather enjoy Tuesday night making some hamburger helper. Yeah. Watching, you know, The Voice or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my cup of tea. I'll tell you, there'll be a lot more of that in marriage than there is uh, hanging right. out in the Dominican yeah. Republic. <laughs> we went to Nashville for our honeymoon. I love Nashville. It's my favorite city to go Nashville's to. Nashville's awesome, man. Nashville. We're going to Chattanooga this week. <laughs> we didn't barely do anything while we were there. No need to, though, man. I hate when people are like, oh, you didn't do anything on your honeymoon? Nah, man. Yeah. I paid all this money. First of all, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Second, I spent all this time planning this. Had to go through a 15-hour day where yeah. I didn't sleep. I'm, I'm laying down. I'm sleeping till 10. Yeah. I'm getting in a heated pool and 
not including the background stress of like preparing for a wedding for months on end. And then it's like, yeah, I don't have any responsibilities other than to this like week. be hanging out with my wife. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, we ate. But the wedding was good, man. Yeah. You that, were there. Yeah, it was fun. You had a good time. Yeah. Your son had a good time. My son had the best time. I he think. did. I think he enjoyed it more than anybody else there. A little turd. Yeah. It's crazy that everybody spent all that money for him. Yeah. <laughs> to party. It was his wedding. On man. the stairs. It was his wedding, man. Yeah. That uh I can't wait to show him and to watch, let him cringe at the video. The one that I uploaded is not as long as the one that I have. The one that I have is him going up and down the stairs like three times. Yeah, oh yeah. And I can't wait to show him that and be like, look how cringy this is, son. You went back like 17 times. Yeah, okay. and, and, <laughs> and in everybody's head, they're like, okay. Because I yeah. was like, no, I, I think I remember about the fifth time I told everybody, I was like, hey, y'all stop cheering for me. Yeah. He's going to keep doing it. <laughs> He's going to keep doing but it. They kept cheering for him because it was cute. It was funny. Yes, it well, was then, awesome. then he was like, you come up the stairs with me. So I did. We walked back down and, and my mother-in-law said, uh, you ruined it. <laughs> and she meant oh my god she's like that was fun she's like that he's so cute and funny you ruined it she said it like that it was funny the camera you just sink and you're just like hey man hold on why do you have a Tucker Carlson book over there I found all those books there's also a let's see it says right here Braveheart the book it says the unauthorized biography of Nancy Reagan oh you 50 cents dude you gotta buy it you gotta buy it you gotta buy a Tucker, Car Tucker Carlson yeah, book there's a book right there that says Taliban on it as well I see that. We got the Spider Man Two book. A book? Yes. Spider Man movie book. I also have the Braveheart book. Amazing Spider Man or got all Toby. of those got all those in the same day. Nice. Also just bought the book of Haram. Oh, nice. Yeah, shout out to the Masons one time. <laughs> Uh, there's also a book up there called Domestic Extremists and the only reason I bought the book was because it says domestic extremist on it. Nice. Hey man. What podcast are you watching or listening to now? Because oh, I'm, I'm veering this into I have a question. Are you still a big Joe Rogan guy? I mean, not really. Mm -hmm. I mean, not no. I I love Joe Rogan. Yeah, I think he's awesome. I just don't listen to his show as much as I used to. So you didn't see or hear about his episode with The Rock, right? I of course listened to that entire episode. Gosh, man, it, it could have been so much. It you know been. what I felt like I was watching uh, an episode of Young Rock. You ever seen the show Young Rock? I've never watched it. It's no. like his little. Yeah, it's yeah. like his story. It's, it's his jump. It's his massive long hype video to run for president. Yeah, yeah. but like literally, his whole thing is just, like he was just kind of retelling Joe Rogan like episodes from that. And it's like yeah. okay, I listened to it. It was fine. I uh, I think I, it was Joe Rogan's most okay episode. In a I while. thought it was cool that they got together. Yeah, because he's never been on the show and. I don't think he's ever done anything like that. It's interesting, like when the Post Malone, when Post Malone first got on there, yeah, that was cool because it's like to me, it's like personally, it's like, uh, and just generally, it's like worlds crossing over. Yeah, it's like what the hell is Post Malone doing on Joe Rogan? This is so cool. Like, yeah, you wait for I wait for those days where like randomly you just see holy shit, like Drake was on Joe Rogan last yeah. night. Like why? But it's awesome because they probably talk for forever. Yeah. Kanye. You know who puts on a good podcast though? Hulk Hogan, man. Hulk Hogan no, has listen, a podcast. No, 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 like when he's on an episode. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I got you. Like Joe Rogan. Was he on Joe? Yeah, show? And it was good, man. He was on Theo Vaughn's. It was pretty good too. That's cool. I did, definitely did listen. Did he drop I any know, hard R's? Nah, man. Brother, brother. Yeah. Oh, um, right. But um, you know, I know it's a pretty typical. I know he's not like it's underground, but but I did. Sure. I listened to this past weekend with Theo Vaughn. Yeah. I listen to it every week, and man, that guy's just so funny, dude. Yeah. Theo Vaughn's awesome, dude. He's just so funny. Like, I mean, he has. But he's not stand-up funny. He's conversationally funny because I, his stand-up special is okay. 
mid. When it comes to stand up, the guy in the game right now to me is Shane Gillis. Yeah. See, I hadn't listened to none of his stuff, but everybody talked about him. Beautiful Dogs is good, man. Man, you get listen to any Andrew Schultz? Yeah. He's a wild boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I don't like? You know what I hate, actually? Who? Oh, man. What's his name? Bobby Lee and that little redheaded guy. I hate Bobby Lee. I too. can't stand him, dude. I don't mind Andrew Santino. He's okay. I, he is okay. I, I, but, I cannot stand Bobby Lee's personality. And it's not just sure because... funny stuff. Yeah, but, well, it's not just because they hate Theo Vaughn. I like Theo Vaughn. That's not why. Yeah. But, like, well, I mean, Bobby Lee's a... I mean, you heard that's... Never mind. What? We heard what he did when he was in another country, right? I guess not. This is one of the reasons I hate him is uh, he hired a, a prostitute. Okay. And uh, was in the act. And he hadn't seen her. He said it was dark and he was in the act. And um, he said he saw her like crying. Oh, no. And so he like stopped. And turns out she was like 13, 14, little like Vietnamese girl or something. Oh, my gosh. And he just came out and said this? Yeah. And I can't remember if, you know, he... If the act continued or yeah. stopped, but yeah, that's crazy. What the hell? Yeah, dude. When did he say this? I don't know when. I saw it about six months ago. I mean, in all fairness, I guess it was legal. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's morally. It was also legal at one point to hike your son up a mountain and drive a stake through his heart. <laughs> but, you know, it's not moral. It's morally de- debilitating to think. I don't even know if debilitating strong enough. Why dude. would he say that? Why would he tell that to the world? I don't like. Yeah, his, I know Why? his personality is like that. That he would say that he'd be like, "I'm, you know, well, I'm like, California autistic or something." Like, uh, yeah, like they've got some kind of version of uh, whatever, but. It's in the water, but they he is he is such a weird dude. I don't like his personality. They talk about him like he's a god, but yeah, like, he's I, not that. I funny. guess I'm just not tapped in. But like, I and don't... also like, dude, if all you have to hang on to television wise is Mad TV from the late nineties, that's not that funny. Yeah. Let's just be honest. We progressed too and far. I don't me. understand. There was so much drama. People covering the drama between him and his girlfriend. Yeah, apparently, who cares? Yeah, like I don't understand. It was like, on that Tiger Belly. I used yeah. to listen to Tiger Belly. She wasn't that funny. He's not that funny. He's like fifty. Who cares? Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like they both kind of suck as people, and it's like, why is it that their relationship is so important to everyone? And then like people feel like no one else do they feel like they have to be this like openly encouraging and like pat him on the back and protect them kind of person as they do for him. Yeah, and I'm like, care. why? Like I don't understand. Speaking of patting on the back in wheelchairs. See about Stephen Hawking, Stephen bro? Stephen Hawking, Jeffrey Epstein, dude. And Jeff and other Jeffrey too. I'm pretty confident that, pretty confident that uh Stephen Hawkins, I feel like that's made up. I don't feel like that was in any of the documents. But not I'll like, Google it. Not like he can defend himself. He's dead and he couldn't defend himself beforehand. Yeah. I mean he could yeah. His estate is those midgets. <laughs> what? His estate. Like when you die. Yeah, you yeah. No, I know what it says. Yeah. What it, midgets Those, is what I'm asking. Not, the Stephen Hawkins on Jeffrey. You didn't hear what the thing was that he. No. Went. It wasn't little girls or little. No, girls? I mean, yeah, it was. Okay. Hang <laughs> Wait, on. Like, like little people. I'm looking it up. Not like children, like little people. Yes. Okay, Stephen Hawkins. Man, what a rough looking dude. <laughs> this guy looked rough. He got four teeth like out front, just living. <laughs> What? Con- okay, Stephen Hawkins, controversial past and his Jeffrey Epstein link. I want to find. Okay, 
New Epstein files reveal details of Stephen Hawkins' <laughs> underage orgy claims. What? Okay. What? Can... But wasn't he... Yeah. He... He's just a vegetable. Okay, I don't want to go Boys. through the Bill Clinton Sorry. stuff because everybody don't already care. knows that. Don't they so boring. Google all of the other stuff <clears throat> yourself, guys. Jeffrey Epstein offered a reward to prove that Stephen Hawking's orgy allegations was false. Not real news. Oh, okay, here we go. But, I mean, no, it doesn't mean that it's no, not know, real I news. Know, I know. But I want to read to you exactly... Okay, claims. Court documents connected to a lawsuit involving... Financier Jeffrey Epstein that was released as we can include details about theoretical physicist Stephen Hawkins' proclivities and accusations about a sexual encounter with late night host Jimmy Kimmel. Stephen Hawking and Jim, do you sound like Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Screw that guy. Let's see. As of uh, January 1st, T Mobile. Okay. I don't know. This is all fact finding stuff now. Uh, but no, it was basically saying that he liked to get, he wanted, he had like midgets. Like he would get midgets, uh, little people. I don't know what the right. I guess midgets is the right way to say. It. And he would get he would get dwarfs, uh, to try to do difficult math equations, <laughs> like oh, like sexual. physics equations, oh, like in their underwear and have to like in a board that they could barely reach. There's like all kinds of crazy Boys. stuff like that, and he would just get a bunch of them like naked and stuff to do that. That was what the thing was, and that's why everybody was like, oh my god, Stephen Hawkins. But apparently Stephen Hawkins was tapped in somehow or another. I don't know. But that, it was saying that that came out in the court documents. And it's like, that's such a crazy thing. Think about somebody being so depraved already of like, I mean, but he's rich. I don't know, he's weird. You know what I think? I don't think he was smart at all. Yeah? I think, well, no, let me rephrase that. I think he was very smart. But I don't think any of his smart once he became became like computer guy was real. You know what I think it was? What? <clears throat> I think he had such a head start on AI and nothing got released till after he died. <clears throat> I think everything he said was just chat GPT. I mean you might be right. No, I am right. He He was Chat GPT. He is still Chat GPT. <sighs> you know, right before I asked Stephanie to be my girlfriend. A little over four years ago, yeah, we were in the movie theater watching uh, Rise of Skywalker, which oh, I'll never wow. watch again. Um, and a Stephen Hawking Google commercial is on, so he's forever in my heart. And now dwarfs are forever in my heart too. That's wild. That's yeah. like a weird sexual thing. Like, yeah, I, I don't want you to pleasure me or even talk to me. I want you to do a math equation in your underwear. Yeah, that's weird. He can't crank it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't do... Does he have somebody doing something I don't know, so if that's the case, it must be all mental. Just like, oh, man, I know that this would be nice if I could. You know what I mean? He's faking it at that point. Oh, my God. That's so weird, man. I think you think Jeffrey Epstein worked for governments? Yeah. He had to. Have. Yeah, I think everybody worked for governments. You know, one thing I heard today is... you know, No, I'm not going to get into it because I'm going to say it wrong and I'm going to sound terrible, but... I'll give you a gist of it, cause I and I do not agree with this necessarily, but somebody was saying that MLK every see I'm trying to be careful how I word it, but that um you know they were talking they were like the same government that killed MLK. Why would they push him this way, you know, and want us to celebrate him? 
and they're like, it's because they have changed his message around, and that's not actually what MLK stood for. But now you think about any time there's unjust or racial divide or anything like that, they say, well, MLK wouldn't like this. And it's like, no, man, they're just saying that so you'll stop rioting because they don't want you to riot, and they don't want you to be mad. Yeah. So they're using him as a scapegoat. So really, we should be saying, like, what would Malcolm X do? That's what everybody was saying. I don't know about that, though. I mean, I think MLK was still a good guy. But, like, they kept taps on that guy, man. They hated him. They killed him. You know? So, I mean, it makes... I think, that was the whole thing. Like, why would they push him unless they have some internal reason or purpose to push him? Some some, some greater intent. Uh, Malcolm X was became more of a... Uh, he, he was soft at first, and then he became more militant. Which was the more aggressive, you know. People. I know what militant means. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It's and okay. then he pretty much like wasn't that way later on. I'm pretty sure he got killed too, didn't he? Maybe not. Let me say it before I say something crazy. X. Malcolm. Uh. But yeah, I mean, people. As time progresses, you're going to have so much... Everything becomes perverted to some degree. Absolutely. It seems like the waters always get muddied, muddied, if you will. Muddied. Muddied, watered. Uh, but I don't... It's hard to say. I think that... What... This is the thing. Sometimes... Do, does it matter what things are... Okay, a swastika didn't start out as a... Say that again? A swastika... I think you're putting in a swastika. Yeah, it it did not start out as Agent. as a uh, Nazi thing, right? It became that. Yeah, and so forth and so on with other things like the fist. You know, the the communist fist that uh, is highly frowned upon. I imagine the Confederate flag didn't start because a bunch of people were hateful, racist bastards. But it's like things are you know perceived a certain way. To people over yeah. time, it becomes a perception. Now, those are just symbols. Do people work the same way, and like their mm-hmm. legacies and stuff like? Mm-hmm. I mean, even as much we could go as far as saying Jesus or, you know, uh, Nostradamus or uh, Da Vinci, they might have been like, no, okay, not saying I'm not saying Jesus was lame, but just some people like these different characters throughout society might have been lame, but what they have done and what they mean to people is just insane. Michael Jackson is a prime example. Let's just say that Michael Jackson was guilty of all that stuff. How, like, how traumatic and weird must that be and strange must that be for what someone's legacy was? And I'm not saying we're so used to legacy, we think, like, LeBron James or Michael Jordan or Brad Pitt or something like that. Why you would know? you put Brad Okay. Well, I'm just saying because, like, their legacy in films, their legacy in sports. But that's so... He's the 23rd person that Yeah, there. yeah, I guess you're right. But Rock Lesnar. It's not that... All, we don't often think about legacy in the sense of, like... Uh, like, uh, uh, let's just say uh, Abraham from the Bible. Mm-hmm. His legacy was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even to this day, the legacy of Abraham l- lives in all modern society. Not just his family, but that big, massive, just appeal, whatever. Does that legacy, that Martin Luther King, for example, sure. Would it be better for us to be completely exposed to the entire truth about that? Uh, what that is and us dig all of our time and invest all of our time into finding out exactly yay or nay on Martin Luther King. You know what I'm saying? Or was what he represented to the majority of the minds in, you know, that know who he is. Obviously it's not a Jesus or a Napoleon or something like that, but not that they are the same. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. 
but like Martin Luther King is a positive historically speaking, right? A net mm-hmm. positive, I would think socially speaking, he anything yeah. that has come from him that has made it as far as it has, it was a net positive. So yeah. and th- the reason why this speaks to a broader issue that I know Happy noticed, MLK Day, man. Happy MLK Day. Today is MLK Day and we accidentally started talking about that, I think. That's awesome. I just saw it on the calendar. Yeah. Um but like feel like I might have lost my train of thought but I was just Sorry. saying like the the value a lot of pundits will take the like if you take something from somebody right and you just focus in on that it's like focusing on the negatives and stuff like that especially when we're talking about like historic figures is it even really worth all that just to bring down someone's idols no. you know well, what I'm saying like well, such well, and such well, owned well, slaves well. or such and such was a uh, you know uh, well well I don't think separate the art from the artist should be I love Michael Jackson but if Michael Jackson really don fiddled kids and fondled kids yeah I mean I think we have a valid reason to say okay well uh, let's back off Michael Jackson yeah uh, you know um, do because we, do we not put so, him in do we scrub him or do we not put him in anything else that's the thing people say separate the art from the artist but if the artist molested children yeah you know and uh, I'm not going to advocate for what I'm about to say at all, but, like, you know, you look back at these historical figures, and it's like, well, they own slaves. And it's like, well, sadly, sadly, terribly, unfortunately, that was socially acceptable. Yeah. Uh, molesting little kids has never been socially acceptable, not, to my knowledge. Yeah, not in the West. Not in the West. For sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that. Yeah, no, yeah. you never know what was going on in Europe, man. Yeah. I mean, but, um, other other countries in the world, they were on some weird shit throughout I history. agree. But so, I mean... Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a tough thing because, I mean, it's definitely something that's happened in the past few years. But I also think it's also a thing of, of what are you going to do now? What what good does that do for you now? Yeah. You know, Michael Jackson had a message, you know, that he spoke and he brought through his music, some of his music, you know, yeah. um, and and then some of the things he said. I know he did terrible things. I know he did. Or, you know, if he did. Like, I, like I'll, sure, yeah. Let's say it comes out and somehow we were able to 1,000% confirm he did. I would say I know he did terrible things, but, I mean, he did have a good message. We're all terrible, messed up people. Eh, we didn't. We don't all molest yeah. kids. That's not what I mean. But I look in, in, in the world I'm in, in the Christian world, you know, there are um, – there's a lot of pastors. R- Ravi Zachariah was a pastor, author, speaker, all these things, and he passed away. Right after he passed away, it came out, you know, he um, – I don't know if he necessarily owned you know, massage shots, but he was he was getting a lot of happy endings, he, you yeah. know, and different things like that. Well, not one thing Robbie Zachariah ever said was untrue biblically. Uh, he inspired many people. He was—I wouldn't call him an idol of mine. He wasn't an idol of mine, but he was sure. a man I respected. I read, I listened to, did studies on all of these things. Everything he said was one thousand percent true. Yeah. But he was also a man with faults and problems, and as. When you're higher up, and you don't have anybody to talk to. Yeah. You don't have anybody to confide in. Him as a pastor, he didn't have a pastor to go to. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson didn't have anybody to be like, hey, here's my problems. You yeah. know, all, all of these people didn't have anybody to be like, hey, here's my... Which is, I think, is is the biggest catalyst and reason we can look back and it's the importance to be a vulnerable... The importance for us to push vulnerability and, and accountability in our, in our world. Um, because if you don't have that, you know, you're going to fall and fail every single time. Every yeah. single time. You're going to fall and fail, no matter what that might be. Something huge morally or something small that's in your world is a big thing, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Um, so, I, it, once again, it, it goes back, you know, what did that, what was that? I don't know, it's just a tough thing because I keep going back to, man, if he did do that, that is such just a terrible thing. Yeah. A terrible thing. R. Kelly could have said some of the greatest things on earth and inspired millions, but he peed on kids. Yeah. And did all kinds of other horrible yeah, things. Yeah, so it's that. like, 
man, I'm not going to really support what R. Kelly's about. Yeah. Not going to support Bobby Lee, even if he, you know, all of these different things. And and I get it. You know, Michael Jackson's music was good. But once again, if it came out, he did that, I'd be like, ah. Yeah. I'd be like, ah, man, you know, We Are the World was great. His message behind that, his message behind Man in the Mirror, and all these things, they were great. But and united people across the world for different various things. Yes, united them across the world for different various things, but. I think it's just, a, I don't think there's a, uh, I don't think there's there's a paintbrush for yay mm-hmm. or nay overall. Every case is you know it would show the nuance if you got proof, a hundred percent undeniable fact about Michael Jackson. You know, sorry if he's catching a stray in this conversation. It's just an example. Well, he won't notice. And the thing is, is like what would have to happen for something like Martin Luther King, or how much time would have to go by? Because unless you've got something definitive fact and definitive truth that you can drop right now and be like, Martin Luther King was like a serial rapist and blah, 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 that just tainted so bad all the good things that he could have done. Uh, Like, you you just, everything has to be treated differently. I don't think you could just do like a blanket, like it's good or it's bad. As the question was asked, I guess, posed, but... I don't know. I, I just sometimes I wonder, like, when it comes down to it, we spend a lot of time arguing about people's, like, uh, idols, if you will. Karl Marx is one, like, for, like, communists. Like, yeah. People who are, like, uh, uh, what's the word that you would, uh, not apologists, but, you know, people who would lean in that, do- that direction mm-hmm. politically. Oh, it's never been done the right way or whatever, but Karl Marx is, like, the godfather of that. He wrote the Communist Manifesto and yeah. all this other stuff. And, He's one of those people that's like, there's a lot of stuff that uh, I feel like the the line is more blurred. Like, it's not a defined line because, yeah, you could pull excerpts from things that he says that's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I kind of rock with that. Like, I feel what he's yeah. saying and I agree with that. And then you also take into consideration it's like the legacy, his legacy pretty much has leaned into like, led to a lot of dictatorships and like destruction of society and all kinds of just bad planning <laughs> you know but conceptually like i always say with his stuff is like on paper it's like this does sound like wonderful you know like when, this is when a, was he born carl marx yeah i would say like the 20s it's crazy my name their kid carl in the 20s He's, I mean, he does have a pretty badass name. He looks gnarly oh, as hell. Marks is a cool name. I oh, I'm lying. He was r- way old. 1818 yeah. was when he was born. Oh, so 100 years before. Yeah. yeah. Carl's a crazy <laughs> name to be a, a 200 and some odd year old name. 205, 6 year old name. Yeah. He, uh. When did he write the Communist Manifesto? That's crazy. Com- when did he write the Communist Manifesto? Let's see. Good reads. Good reads. Uh. Damn, I don't know. It had to have been later on in his life. Well, I mean, I'm sure he didn't write in 1818. Yeah. <laughs> he popped out the womb. Uh, 1848. Okay, so 30. Yeah, he wrote several other books, apparently, but it was him and Vladimir Lenin. Hmm. But I think Vladimir Lenin actually... Yeah, he was a Russian revolutionary, politician, and political theorist. He served as the first founding head of government Soviet Russia from 1917 to 1924. Yeah, but anyway, I'll say all that. Yeah, interesting the way that people's legacies will last and mold. And uh, yeah, Martin Luther King Day, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember why. I don't know what got us here, but what's next? Um, football season is essentially dead for us. A bunch of people have retired. Uh, Saints suck. Um, I don't even care, man. Just yeah. to be honest about New Orleans, if Dennis Allen's the head coach there next year, I just 
and don't care. Scout somebody else. Look, man. <laughs> Go scout nah, some I mean, other teams. Look, man. I've been a Thunder fan because I'm getting a point switching yeah, to basketball. Gotcha. I've been a Thunder fan for what year? Twenty four. 13, 13 years now, man. You know what? So one good thing about being a Thunder fan right now is I didn't have to watch much. Uh, once October hit, I didn't have to watch much Saints football. Yeah. Uh, because I wasn't going to watch Florida football, and I had to push myself to watch Southern Miss football. So at least I could watch Thunder basketball, and that's kind of where I'm keeping. You know? Yeah. Hopefully I'll be watching Thunder basketball in June. Yeah. Thunder basketball, Josh Giddy. Uh, no, nah, anyways, back to the Saints. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I won't comment on that. Man. Dennis Allen. Sucks. It just sucks, man. As much as I was so excited about Derek Carr, sucks. Yeah. Just rather have Jameis. Yeah, I think everyone would. I never thought there'd be a day where I'm like, hell with it. Just Last put Jameis in. I've man. been wanting Jameis, dude. Because I know what I'm going to get with Jameis. I know we're going to lose half our games and we're going to win half our games. I know Jameis is going to throw ten, you know, four picks a game but throw five touchdowns a game. You Ugh. know what I mean? I know what I'm getting, but I'm at least having fun. I said if Derek Carr... Uh, I'm not having fun watching Derek Carr throw three-yard passes. When Derek Carr showed up at the Saints, I said, look, if you know we go five straight, like winning, I said, you got my attention. I said, but until that happens, and that never happened. No, you know, we never just will played. with Dennis Allen as your head coach. Or Pete Carmichael as your offensive coordinator. And it's crazy still how close and how many chances we had to just go to the playoffs. All we had to do was like win some more of those last like six games. It just didn't it didn't beat the people we man. needed to beat. It is ridiculous in the, in the world of coaches. We had the Titans fire Mike Vrabel, who has given them the most success besides the early two thousands with Steve McNair they've ever had. Yeah, they fire him, but we're keeping Dennis Allen. Yeah, the Falcon. Look, this, this might be a hot take. The Falcons fire Arthur Smith, who I thought, man, if somebody can convince Arthur, Arthur Smith to actually use Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson and Drake London better, because yeah. his problem was he drafted three. Freaking amazing football players and just didn't use them the way they should have been. Yeah. He was a quarterback. He was a quarterback and a slap on the wrist away from being a phenomenal football coach, I think, yeah. personally. You know, we're firing Bill Belichick. We're firing all these coaches, getting rid of all these coaches, and Pete we keep Carroll's Dennis leaving. Allen. Pete Carroll's leaving. The only. That coach from Dallas is probably about to get fired. Mike McCarthy. I just, gosh, no, man. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a lifelong Cowboys fan today, and he was like, man, I don't even. He's like, yes, Mike McCarthy has got to get fired, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but Jerry Jones is just the problem. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really know. I don't keep up with owners. You know, you got to be a pretty diehard fan to keep up with owners. Yeah. I don't really know what Mickey Loomis and Gail Benson are up to. Well, I always think to myself, and I understand that there's things that's got to get done, but like, your team went to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Cowboys went to the playoffs. They had a good year. People who were uh, Cowboys fans were like, you know, ups and downs. You know, But to most regular season, doesn't matter. Yeah. If, it's you're like, gonna, if you're going to choke the first round to a young team that was supposed to suck this year. Yeah, they definitely should not have. Jordan Love was supposed to show that he's a transitional quarterback while they wait on their next Aaron Rodgers. And somehow in the last 10 weeks, he showed he's just kind of maybe the next Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Maybe not that great, but you know what I mean. He is a solid quarterback. Did Joe Flacco win this weekend? No, man. He lost, dude. They got, he, it was was a close game until he threw two back to back pick sixes and the Texans beat him. His, but hey, look, dude, that guy's going <laughs> back to sit on the couch. Yeah. And if another team calls him next year, he'll have another Joe Flacco moment. If not, he's gonna sit on his couch. And How much do you think he got paid this for this season? <sighs> like, let me look his contract. Or yeah. Yeah. They say Bill Belichick might be going to the Cowboys, bro. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy, dude. 
Joe Flacco. What if what if Bill went and put in another ten down in Dallas? I don't, I don't think he'll be alive for another ten. How old is he? All right, the, the, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah. But Joe Flacco's deal came with a base salary of three three hundred seventy thousand eight hundred dollars. Uh, but the Browns gave Flacco a contract heavy on incentives, along with four hundred thousand dollars signing bonus. Uh, he earned seventy five thousand for each regular season win, picking up a total of two. Uh, $225,000 for wins over the Bears, Texas Jets. Um, <clears throat> where'd you go? Sorry, trying to get back. Uh, uh, yeah, and he had a chance to make, um, he would have won another $250,000 if they'd have beat the Texans. And yeah, bringing in any more money. Um, wow. $250,000 if you win wild card, $500,000 if uh, they, he won a divisional round. One million if he won the AFC Championship. Two million if he won the Super Bowl. Dang, could you imagine if he'd have smoked it all the way? He'd be like, "Man, I just came back and made like." <laughs> yeah, Bill Belichick's seventy-one. There's, I just don't think there's a shot he's making it ten more years. Yeah, there's no need. The for next all that. team he coaches, he may be there three. Seasons. So you mean to tell me Nick Saban is older than Bill Belichick? How old is Nick Saban? I think Nick Saban I mean, is I, like I know seventy-three. Close in age. Can't believe Nick Saban's gone, bro. Everybody I've talked to, I thought they'd be so excited, but they're like, dude, I don't even know how to feel about this. <laughs> the goat is gone. Man. Yeah. That's how you feel, man? I'm trying to get my thoughts together. You start crying. No, I... I um I just don't like the uh, Kalen DeBoer hired man. I don't even know that's Oregon's coach. Washington's Washington. coach. So they hired him. He's a great coach, but I don't like it. <clears throat> I just would hate to be the guy to follow Nick Saban. You know what I think is going to happen? What they hire Kalen DeBoer. He does one maybe two seasons mid, wins ten games, which isn't mid for most schools. But you sure know, they get rid of him. Then nobody has to live up to Nick Saban. They hire Lane Kiffin. Get to, there's no way he Lane goes, Kiffin is going to coach at he Alabama. He goes, stays, team. retires at Alabama. How, stays how long? A week uh, and a half? No, nah, man. He'll be there as long as he wants to be there. What makes you think Lane Kiffin is up for that job? Everybody, no, he's not. Kalen DeBoer's been hired. Yeah, but I'm saying what, but like, what if, makes if you if think he, Everybody he, wants Lane Kiffin. Whether they want to admit it or not, everybody wants Lane Kiffin. All fans want Lane Kiffin, whether they want to admit it or it not. It would make for a good story. No, of all, no, not even story. All fans want Lane Kiffin, whether they want to admit it or not. Do you think Lane Kiffin is going to get a national championship out of Alabama? I think he would. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's going to go coach at Alabama. I think so. There ain't no motherfucking way, dude. <laughs> there ain't no way. I don't think that's happening. I mean, I don't know. I don't know a lot about football, but Lane Kiffin doesn't strike me as like, who's he going to get, like, come stand up there with him, Coach O? Man, Lane Kiffin doesn't need Coach O. Look what he's done. I think it'd be crazy if they got Les Miles. Nobody wants Les What? Shut up, dude. Nobody dude. cares about Les Miles. Dude, what if Les Miles just came up out of the pile of shit that he's hiding underneath somewhere, and they're like, we're going to give you $17 an hour to come coach out Nobody cares about Les Miles. You just spoke that. You, you're trying to be. You're trying to have like a hot take there. I am, dude. But you never know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google it. Has anybody brought it up? I think he might be like Kansas. Les no, I don't even Kansas Miles State. Miles no. to Alabama. It's not happening. Nobody's bringing it up. They have not mentioned it. Fifteen years ago, they would have. Ten years ago. Eight years ago, even. 
<laughs> this right here says he lost his job because he refused to evolve. There you go. Why Les Miles has been more successful versus Alabama? Oh, this is old, 2012. Yeah, how old is he? He's probably old as dirt, too. Dang, man. Nick Saban's gone. So, I mean, who becomes the new team? It's not going to continue to be Alabama. Georgia's still... Georgia was the new... Georgia had already become the new team. Yeah. But, I mean, you think they're going to be the new team for the next 10 years, 15 years, like Alabama was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe you're right. Baker Mayfield's finally getting his shot in the uh, shot in the sun. Man, you switching from college NFL? You're confusing me. I'm sorry, I apologize. Baker Mayfield, though, dude. Baker Mayfield. Was, what about him? He's on he, nine and seventeen. Listen, and he's playing fine. He went hard. Listen, he went hard in college. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. Package. Went, he went hard in college. Got out of college. Was a dud. He wasn't a dud. He was a dud. No. And then he went to be a, a little bit less of a dud, but played for a dog booty team. Then he got traded, and now he got traded to fill in the boots of Tom Brady, by the way. And now he's damn near at the Super Bowl. He was never a dud, though. That's the thing. So what was he in? Uh, he took the Browns their first playoff experience. Uh, to their first playoff. No, dude, Odell appearance. did that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all Odell. And then he would be nothing without Odell. You could have put Tom Brady in Carolina and have the same outcome. Yeah. And then look what he did is one, two games with the Rams. Yeah, I didn't even realize he was with the Rams. Yeah, and the, he took him to the playoffs. I'm uh, pretty sure, or maybe he didn't take him to the playoffs, but he won them like two. He, dude, last year. He was with the Rams. That was like his like team right before he went to the Buccaneers. And right, he constructed like a ninety yard drive in the last like fifteen seconds of the game. Well, look at him. Good for him. I'm happy for him, honestly. Really, because I mean that's cool. Good for Baker Mayfield. Because I remember like when he was in college, he played for Georgia. Baker Mayfield played for Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I'm sorry. Uh Jake Fromm played for Georgia, right? Not well. When? I mean, yes, he did. I'm going to see when he was there. Golly. Does that guy even play football now? No, I think he's I, just a commentator. I just thought about the fact that I haven't heard his name in, <laughs> since he was playing ball. This was the same year that Baker oh. was playing, I'm pretty sure. He was there a minute. Got drafted in 2020. Oh, he plays for the Commanders. Really? Is he, like, on the bench? Yeah. I was about to say. Mm. Got to Georgia in 2017. I thought it was a little early. I thought it was like 2015. I remember watching him play in my living room uh, years ago <laughs> when we lived by the graveyard in Macomb. But, uh, Jake Fromm. Yeah, no, I think Georgia's the new. You know, I mean, obviously, other teams are going to be good. I think Oregon is going to continue to be that threshold team that's right there. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to think that college is now the just the place for people to make their names. I mean, it's probably always been that way, but it's just like really honing in because now that there's money involved and stuff, people just want to go where they're going to get the most eyes and they can become a star. 
I mean, obviously, there's people who are still involved in football culture that are, you know, seeing it for what it, you know. But all this stuff is just done with money now anyway. That's the only reason that anything happens is because of money. You know, think about how bummed out that they were, the networks were, when the two teams that became, uh, played for the national championship when they, you know, it came down to them. Yeah. They were so upset, dude. They're like, we did everything we could to finesse this, which I don't know. I don't know. I was about to say, we did everything we could to finesse this and screw all these other teams out of being able to get to play in the playoffs. But the way that uh, Georgia just mollywopped Florida State. And they would have. Yeah. Listen, man. Listen, though. Well, hold on. We don't want to say they would have. If they would have played week four Florida State, it would have been a different story. No, it, wouldn't have. it would have. No, it wouldn't. Have. It would have. No, it wouldn't. Have. It would not have been a wash like that. Yes, dude. it would have. No, it would not have. With Jordan Travis, with all. Not, oh, listen, yeah. the way that Florida State played this year, they wouldn't. It would not have been a wash yeah, that would've. way. It, that's a lie. No, that's a truth. That's not true. It would have. It would have been a wash. Oh, man, listen. It would not have been a wash. That is so crazy to say. It would have. Absolutely. That's not crazy to say. Oh, it's Georgia we're talking about. Yes. They had one game for... where they weren't one hundred percent perfect in almost everything they did. I'll say two, and they still won one of those. It was Missouri, but they had one game where they messed up enough to barely lose. And everybody's going, no, man, they, they'd have wiped the floor with any team. You put them in the playoffs, they'd have wiped the floor with all three of those other teams. Texas, or four, Texas, Bama, Washington, Michigan. That's why they weren't in the playoffs. People are tired of seeing the SEC run right. And look, I'm not a huge SEC fan, but yeah. people are tired of seeing the SEC go crazy. The SEC would beat any of those teams. I don't care if, well, the ACC was 7-5 and five against the Wait, SEC. hold on, Shut hold up. on. So Georgia wasn't in the playoffs? No. Why? What were you watching? I was. I'm talking about Florida State versus Georgia when uh-huh. they played each other. That wasn't a playoff game. I know, but like I thought that oh, they they lost the SEC. What did they? Okay. They lost the SEC championship. Got you. So Bama got in because Bama beat them. Right. And Texas was so good. Texas beat Bama. Yeah. And they had to put ba- Texas in because they put Bama in, and Bama's one loss was to Texas. Yeah. Because Georgia didn't make the playoffs, neither did Florida State. I think they were five and six. They were in the bowl game together. Yeah. Crazy, but see, yeah, I was thinking that the SEC game was a playoff game, but it wasn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, Alabama just went and lost in the playoffs. Crazy thing, Saban's went out on a loss, though. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. They lost last year too, though. I saw a um, friend of mine who's on a podcast that I don't whatever, and he's been a he's not a friend of mine actually, but he's been a Bama fan. Yeah, since you know at least 2012, 2013. And he was like, 17 years. Shut up, dude. 17 great years. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. It's a coach. Did you see the shrine that people were decorating outside of Alabama? Nuh-uh. Bro, on his statue, because he has a statue, which rightfully so, he needs a statue everywhere. Yeah. People were, like, putting flowers on it and, like, letters. Like he's dead? Yeah, like he's dead. (laughs) Oatmeal cream pies. Like he's dead. He ain't dead. Should be. No, I'm just kidding. You heard any good conspiracies lately? Last time you were here, we was really going in. I'm going on with the with the uh, aliens. Yeah, which is true in Peru. Peru, with Peru, yeah. The Peruvian night stalkers or whatever it was. No man, I hadn't heard any man. You know, I try to. I've been trying to keep out of the news lately for one. Yeah. And I've just been trying to keep off things that freak me out, man. the oh. The closest thing I get to conspiracy now is uh, <laughs> I like to watch those uh. You know, like, a, I don't even know, man. Yeah, no, I, I try to say, I watch like a Disney conspiracy or something, but I'm trying not to freak myself out no more, you know? Yeah. 
so like simple like bubblegum stuff like uh oh, yeah. it's spelled sex in that movie you know yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I uh yeah, I I don't know. It's hard to But I don't know. I'll say there are a lot of new conspiracy theories. There's always good ones out there that are terrifying, but uh, uh, I always hearken back to the uh, like the the thought of the people living in the middle of the earth. No, the, okay. Oh, oh, a couple things. One, the South Pole and the people living in the middle of the earth. I have heard the. Uh, I'm gonna look it up so I can make sure I get it right. Conspiracy: The Earth has already been sucked into a black hole. Have you heard that one? No. Okay, I heard that one uh, when I was in the DR. I was reading something about it. All right. It'd be cooler if you were hearing it from somebody on the street out there. Yeah, I know. know. <laughs> All right, so I'm trying to read it. This is what I was trying to look up. Is um, There's two of them I wanted to show you. But one, the European Organization for Nuclear Research, CERN, is a heart, is at the heart of a lot of crazy conspiracy theories, including the belief that CERN was discovered. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, in 20... No, yeah. It created, the European um, Organization for Nuclear Research, created a black hole and the Earth was sucked into it. And they think the world actually ended in 2012. But the way it was sucked into it, we haven't been able to realize it yet. That a, a black hole was accidentally created. Yeah. On Earth. Therefore, we were sucked into it. And they said it could have been done like a day where there was bad weather or something like that. But we have such a fault. We don't know actually what being sucked into a black hole is really like. That it already happened. And we don't realize that's why climate change. That's why this. That's why that. Now, the other one is that Disney created Frozen <clears throat> as a distraction. <laughs> I told you I've been looking at Disney experiences. Yeah. But people believe, you know, obviously Walt Disney used cryogenic technologies to freeze himself when he died. We of know, course. We know Even though the Disney family says that's not true. But the newest theory I heard was that Disney created Frozen as a way to hack Google's search algorithm. And they distract consumers from information about Walt Disney um, and his possible frozen procedure. Oh, man. I guess when you're putting out movies, so it's now so, when it's you such look a big Disney cap. Frozen, yeah. you're not going to see Walt's head. But before, prior to 2014, whenever. Yeah, I, I, that's all I ever saw. Exactly. When I Googled Disney Frozen. Exactly. Wow. So, what about these Jews in the. Oh my god! I wanted to talk about this. Okay, okay. I just wanted Google Disney Frozen just for shit. Yeah, yeah. No, please do. And it's it's nothing. Where's his head? Where's his head? It's all lies. Now let's see if we do. Is Disney Frozen fact or fiction? Was Walt Disney Frozen? Okay, well, it shows up eventually. Yeah. How strange! How a strange rumor of Walt Disney's death became legend on Walt Disney's Frozen rumors. Is it true that Walt Disney's body was frozen? False. Was Walt Disney's... All of them are just trying to disprove it. Hundreds of them disbunking. Debunking an urban legend, Walt Disney isn't frozen. Could Walt Disney really be cryologically frozen? Likely not. Look at them, dude. They're still putting out new articles to this day about him not being frozen. Is Walt Disney's body to be dethawed or to be thawed in December? No. Yeah, we're talking December. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it this December? Oh, yeah. He's getting thawed out? Yeah, I already talked to him. Got you. What was the other thing you said right after that? The Jews? In... Yeah, in the streets yes. of New York, man. What's, can you tell me? Because I know you keep up with things better than I do. Okay, so apparently... Uh, 
I've just seen like little TikToks, funny videos about it, you know? <laughs> Twitter explodes with anti-Semitic misinfo after secret tunnel found under uh, Rolling Stone said this. That's hilarious. I saw a video of police like pulling Jewish people out of like a hole. Extremist Jewish teens secretly hired migrants to dig covert Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn tunnel, uh, synagogue tunnel, Shawshank style. So basically, they they I'm not about to play this whole thing; it's gonna blow up my thing. Uh, yeah, so this this guy happened. I don't know if this is how they actually found out about the tunnel, but to the best of my knowledge, and I don't have all the information in front of me. Yeah. Uh, this dude was filming on his phone and just out of nowhere, this Jewish man, like Hasidic Jew dude, like looks like a picture of, you know, some type of like Amish looking Jew dude. Not really, just got a suit on, you know what I mean? And he crawls out of the, the sewer, just, just crawls out with a briefcase or whatever. And when he pops out, like this dude just happens to be filming. He's like, yo, what the hell? And he like, the, the dude kind of like pushes him away from him and just takes off walking. Yeah. Like he's in route. Like he's normal coming up out of there. He's like, NPC and man. Yeah, he's, he's got somewhere to be. You're not going to stop him. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, come to find out, like the next thing you see is like this footage of these guys. Like they're trying to back a cement truck up supposedly and fill up this tunnel. And it's like, what tunnel? But then it sh allegedly shows footage of these tunnels where, like, all these people were, like, living up under, or were using to travel and stuff. Supposedly, they built these tunnels for, uh, like, during COVID, whenever they shut down the city and wouldn't let people, like, do, like, church and stuff like that. Yeah. And they, you know, were using it for that. But then also, I just saw something that said some extremist teens dug it out. But it was like, if the photos and videos I saw, it was like a, like, they were functioning up underneath there. Which like, is awesome. It could, activity, like, could happen down there. Good, bad, or anything in between, I don't know. But, I mean, if they made it. I think we should operate by tunnel more. If they made it during COVID in Brooklyn, New York, if they made it during COVID to get to where their point of worship is or whatever, so they could all get together and congregate, that is the most badass thing I have ever heard in my life. For the fact that's of, awesome. if nothing more than just like a community getting together and be like, we got to do this to keep our, you know, keep our stuff together. No, I think that's cool. I think yeah. it's, I mean. It's, I understand the jokes too, because people online were saying like, this is like an old, uh, like, it is an old anti-Semitic trope about New York is that the Jews have tunnels underneath. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, oh my God, they actually, so that's why <laughs> online people were like, wow, like what are the odds of this? But it's not necessarily something nefarious. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't pretend to tell you the plight of the Hasidic Jews in New York or the plight of the people who have to deal with you. Hasidic you know, I Jews think in New York. I think they're trying to control everything. So to listen, no, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, there's uh, 13 square blocks of Jews in Brooklyn <laughs> are taking over the world. Um, I don't know, man. That's tough. Yeah, it's that's a, crazy. It's an interesting time because of the stuff that's going on overseas. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the overseas. Yeah. With all the stuff that's happening in Israel and Palestine or whatever. What's happening there? They're having... Like, I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. Uh, but that stuff's happening. But, like, think about Kanye beforehand. Like, he planted the seed into, like, uh, like his, you know, side of culture. Mm -hmm. And this is getting conspiratorial. I'm just kind of winging do. it. But he's planting his seed in his side of culture to the people who listen to him and, you know, the... Uh, hype beast culture that pays attention to him and then just regular people because Kanye is Kanye you know but the internet when he says something yeah 
and all this bullshit or stuff that they were saying about Jewish people. And then, you know, Kyrie Irving and all that. And people being like, well, you know, maybe we should look into a little more of this. And then people are more susceptible to listening to information that would be, like, against Jewish people. Uh, good, bad, or anything in between. You know, whether it be an eye-opening thing or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's this war that's happening now. And it's like people are just like, oh, man, we don't care about... Obviously, what the government of Israel does has nothing to do with Jewish people in general. Yeah. It has something to do, but not at all to the Jewish people that live in Brooklyn, you know, in my opinion. But it's just interesting how now there's so much more conversation about uh, anti-Semitism and it just is making anti-Semitism worse. Like, it seems like more people are not liking Jews in the past. Like, it's almost as if the CIA has constructed this force. Yeah. I mean, you know, (laughs) bad things always come from underground. Yeah. Think about, you know, the, uh, the, the satanic... Panic stuff, yeah, 80s and 90s, yeah, was, you know, uh, underground kind of uh, it was an underground deal, you know, they were convinced the underground network of Satanists was working together to, you know, torture and kidnap and abuse children, yeah, and then now, <laughs> and now it's just it's just the government, <laughs> no, but they have, uh. Did you ever watch any of those the footages of the, like the preachers and stuff when they're talking about like Pokemon? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's some of the funniest stuff in the world. Like I watched this uh dude, you know, he just probably goes church to church on like Monday nights or something and has a seminar about Pokemon. Yep. You know, yep. one of those yep. kind yeah, of yeah. things. Or a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, these videos of him just explaining these different cards. It's like this one's Squirtle. And he's, you know, something, something going into the death realm of, he's got some explanation dude. for, it sounds like something that me and my buddies would get stoned and come up with. Well, dude, like, like that was real stuff, you know, obviously, <clears throat> she's not going to listen to the podcast, but if she was, she wouldn't want to say, but like, our mom, you know, had a church members come and burn all Britney's Harry Potter books and like pray over our room when we were kids and, uh, you know, Pokemon wasn't allowed, all that stuff, it was satanic. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else was satanic. Or not allowed because of possible. You know, right. po- yeah, Pokemon. Uh, Digimon and Bakugan were getting big when I was younger. None of that. No gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, no gods. Or on. Um, Adventure Time was frowned upon. Yeah. SpongeBob was frowned upon. Not in my house. and demonic spirits and da 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 da. As I do, Tom Kenny voices Ice King. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's when I was a deep. kid, I, we had that was all us two. Pokemon, we couldn't have. Pokemon. Bobble Man was the superhero though. He was acceptable. Larry Boy. Larry Boy. Hey, that's what's up. But no, Bobble Man was like the superhero series I could get. I could watch. Yeah, it's so cheesy. I bet they're making new content nowadays though. I don't know if you've ever heard of. Well, you know who Ben Shapiro and them are. Uh, what the Daily Wire? Oh yeah, they've got like a. They do like kids shows and stuff now too. But that's not the kids shows aren't like okay gang so yeah, exactly you know, it's not like that but apparently it's a uh, pretty good content I thought about just because you could do like a hundred dollars for like the whole year yeah and I almost was just like screw it I get Daily Wire and that but so have you seen the new um, anti woke animated show with like Candace Owens Rob Riggle I have heard of this yes it's, it's, it's probably on it's probably on Daily Wire Binky. oh yeah. I saw a trailer for it. What trailer? Long run trailers. Pete Johnson trailers. Hey, hey buddy. Say hey, everyone. Why? Because I'm recording right now. And so many people are going to listen. Millions are going to hear you.
What's up? You gotta say hey. Do I know any of these people? You may. Yeah. I don't know. They're not on there right now. We're just recording. We're almost done though. So go in there. Shut the door. Go help your mama. <laughs> she doesn't need help. Y'all don't have bags to bring in? She's got one more that she's already bring in. Okay. We'll go hop in there, dude. Yeah, We're we'll be out here in a minute. A <clears throat> okay. I love you. We're almost done. We're almost done. Put a sock in it, wise guy. But yeah, I saw a trailer for it, and it was just like... It was like... Obviously, there was a couple guys that were playing like the woke liberals, and it was like, my name's man. I I drive a scooter for gas emissions, and I have a mind bot. And it's like okay, yeah. It's um, probably like funny, but it's like pop it's shot not funny. humor. It's not funny. Like, no, there's no shot. It's funny. That's all the thing about like, the Daily Wire. Is like at this point, Ben Shapiro is funny just because like he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not gonna be like Joe Biden, and I'm yeah, gonna laugh. Yeah. You know? Uh, they put out a movie too. That's like the most like on the nose. Sound of Freedom. I'm no, just kidding. Not, not Sound of Freedom. Uh, gosh, what was the name of that movie? It's not something that, I mean, I would never pop it on. I would pop it on to watch it just because they're in it. But, like, it's just so tacky. It's like a, it's like, it's like the trans dudes, like that in a basketball team. Trans dudes? They're, they're not trans dudes. They're like dudes that all, they realize that all they have to do is say that they're women and that they can compete and they pretty much. It's become, a Daily Wire movie? Yes. But Speaking it's got of all of basketball them in it. movies. Have you seen um, the Woody Harrelson basketball movie, where he's got to uh, coach a special needs team? No. Yeah, but that's a unique experience. Yeah, I was about to say, are you talking like White Man Can't Jump? No, nah. like the old movie that right. came out before we were born. Lady Ballers. Lady Ballers. Uh, in horror, where women uh, sports, women sports being trans. Formed with a dash in between, of course. The Daily Wire calls foul with the most triggering comedy of the year. A once great coach is on a hilarious journey back to victory by reuniting his former high school championship basketball team. But this time, he's challenging them to play like girls. Uh, <laughs> you know they wrote this themselves. Oh, dude, hold on. I can like see. Oh, let's see. Lady Ballers cast. It was written in 2023. Okay. Lady Ballers. Oh, I can't find the cast. It's like not showing me anything. Man, it looks terrible. Wow, it looks so bad, dude. I can't. I'm sure it's nobody notable. Notable. I mean, probably not. But I know that every bit of humor in that um, movie is just like, I've got a wiener. Yeah, <laughs> a girl with a, and like I know, I know. I'm getting to you right now. There's a joke where like the girl's like, "Good luck tonight." He's like, "You too." I mean, you too. Jeremy Boring, Billy Ray Brandt. I bet he is boring. Uh, Daniel Constantine, Tyler Fisher, Blaine Crane. No one that's at Blaine Crane. Jake Crane. Blaze, Laser, Blazer. <laughs> David Cone, Lexi. So Ben Shapiro's not in it. Contursi, Matt Walsh, Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, Brett Cooper, Michael J. Knowles, Ugh, Spencer Clavin, Seth Dillon. What an unbearable cast of people. Clay Travis and Andrew Clavin. So yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really care that much. Like I said, the only reason I would watch it would, be, but it's like I just don't care. I'm not. I wouldn't get there 
they've got other stuff on their network that I would rather watch than watch. I don't want to watch anything on their network, bro. No, they got this one movie that looks pretty awesome. Really? Awesome? You're going to use the word awesome? It's because it's not like any of that stuff. It, I think they bought it third person. Like it was filmed already mm, and they bought it to put on there. Okay. It was like they're like these superheroes. They looked cool. They also I saw a lot of trailers for it at the time, too. Have you made documentaries? But I don't really want to do pay for anything that's going to pay for Matt Walsh's paycheck. Or any of those guys, man. Remember, he used to be such a big Tim Pool guy. Yeah. I still keep up with Tim Pool. Really? Yeah. I don't. Okay. Congrats, bro. <laughs> Congrats, big guy. I, you'll be happy to know that I do not like uh, Steven Crowder at all. I mean, I used to. I Listen, when I went through I my phase, which I think every man in the South does, I went through my phase where I was extremely right-winged Republican right during COVID. Yeah. And right before the 2020 election, I just that kind of all stopped. But uh, I listened to Steven Crowder every morning and then just kind of was like, eventually I was like, all right, it's just a little much for me. You know, but I also listened to him. All. But now, dude... He sucks, dude. He's just so. I mean, he's too bad. That I mean, I don't know how to explain. Well, didn't he beat his pregnant wife? (laughs) That all that stuff too. I just I don't know when he did that stuff with the George Floyd thing. Yeah, he was like, don't get me wrong. I understand that there's a lot of people with a lot of differing opinions on that whole thing. Everything that comes with that, but like he had like the dude like on the show like they were like pretending and making fun of it on that. I'm like, that's not funny. Like that is. That's hateful at that point. And you know that you're doing it as rage bait too. But in the same breath, it's like, that's like a different level of like mm-hmm. dark. Like this is clearly a... It's a guy that also people, yields Kyle Rittenhouse as a... Uh, as a hero? As a hero, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just don't understand why people have to be so... The pendulum always swings. And that stuff right there is the prime definition of the pendulum swinging. Mm-hmm. Because I will be the first one to tell you that like... The, all the chaos and bleeding heart bullshit I'm not really for either. Then the things that people do because the world is apparently melting and all this other stuff like watching people tape themselves to, you know, trucks and all kinds of crazy stuff or burning down buildings for the sake of blah, 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 blah. I don't care for all that either, but the pendulum always swings. When you let one behavior run loose for so long, whenever somebody else becomes the social and the political uh, power... It's going to come back twofold, and then we're going to be back exactly. being like, great, now the you know conservatives and evil right-wing conspirators are in control, and they're you know making women have kids and stuff like that, not because of no religious thing, but they'll find a way for policy because of like China having... It's the same problems, and people just deal with them all differently. I digress, but yeah. I agree with you, man. I don't know. Steve Crowder's a bad guy. He sucks. He sucks. Yeah. Most of those guys just kind of, and you know, I kind of came to the conclusion that most of those guys suck to me, but not because they're right wing, not because they're, but just kind of like, man, I wouldn't hang out with that guy. Yeah. I'd hang out with Obama. It's also, well, the difference. And like people like that, you know? There's a, I wouldn't hang out with Barack Obama. Well, I'm just saying, like, some of those people, and not, and there are some Republicans as well. Like, yeah. they seem cool. Uh, but like, bro, some like, I'm not hanging out with Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles, Matt yeah. Walsh. Like, those are losers. I'd hang out with Tucker Carlson. Yeah. I think he's just a cool guy. He's also filthy rich. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. All, all of those people that we always end up talking about, I always think I would love to ask them a couple of questions. Like, how I would love to just know how much of a facade this, like, a lot of the pundits are. It's not exclusive to any people we've talked about, but, like, how much of that is just, like, you 
you know, got a niche on the internet, but like in the rest of your life, you're not like at all that kind of person. Yeah. Especially these people who have these like hella strong political opinions. Well, that's like thinking about a man like, like no shot, Ben Shapiro goes home. He's like, okay, his nair is great. I really like the corn. Like, he's yeah. not like that. Like, that's got to <laughs> be an act. you got to know that your money comes from you're an annoying little, you know, guy. Yeah. Just <laughs> a Jewish twerp. <laughs> but him being Jewish really has nothing to do with it. He's just a twerp. Mm. Yamaka really makes me mad. No, I'm just kidding. I forget that he has it on, but I also like never listen. I never watch shows. I listen to them. So like, you put them on, it's weird to just see them. him doing his facial expression with the different cameras. Yes. Switching on this show. I'm like, damn. And you know some of those times he's there recording that shit by himself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the stuff that's crazy. He's looking into the camera just by himself. It's so hard to do that to me. I, You know, I went and shot a commercial. I have a friend who's like a film major, and I, I went and shot a commercial for him. That's awesome. It was it was like ten seconds and it literally made no sense. They just needed to like you know I can um uh like direct a commercial. So so sure. it was me and his wife, and we went and filmed it. And honestly, it was literally a thirty second commercial, and it took like an hour to get it because like staring at the or you know looking in the right cameras and like on cue, bro. That that stuff's kind of hard. Yeah, it's like difficult. Like literally, my whole thing was like. I wish I could have friends. And then his wife was like, you can just call the number right here. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? That's awesome. Like it's super yeah. dumb. Yeah. But like, they were like, no, you're supposed to look in camera two. Camera two flank to the left. And I had to like, yeah, I was like, okay, man, I don't know. I got fired and hired twice. Yeah. <laughs> his professor was yelling though. It scared me to death. But then she was like, she said I did good. So, you know, uh, yeah. I got a future. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Pursue it, dude. Get you one of them jaw uh, muscle things that you chew on. I just do this. Just bite my cheeks. Dude, that is the most. I look like uh, Matt Rife, man. <laughs> that is. Who is that guy again? I heard a lot of people don't, don't like him. I don't know much about him, dude. He's like a comedian that made a really sexist joke, apparently. Yeah. I, and that's all I know. Oh, okay. And now he's going on like this whole thing of like, hey, they're trying to cancel me. Yeah, I'm going on tour. It's called They're Trying to Cancel Me Tour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, his tour would probably be called like Matt Rife canceled. Yeah. And it's like the irony is so played out at this point. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whatever happened to uh, Russell Brand? Well, but what about him? Well, he had gotten some bunch of allegations came out against him a couple of like oh, sure. six or seven months ago. <laughs> He's Let me like, look that up. The Matrix is trying to calm down on me. Oh, one of those? Yeah. I mean, all the allegations were stuff from like 20 years ago. Wow. And, uh, I mean, he's like a huge, he's a huge, uh, like, podcaster. He does like political I didn't commentary. Know that. Russell Brand, the guy from like Bedtime Stories and Get Him to the Greek. Yes. He is a massive, massive, turned his back on Hollywood kind of guy. Let me see this. Huge. <laughs> Eight million followers on YouTube. Oh, he's got like probably like three million on Rumble. What's Rumble? That's the alternative, the YouTube alternative that everybody's hopping on. Oh, he was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I forgot. Yeah. Oh man, he's like a massive uh, uh, political commentator, but he looks at himself as like a bridge between. He's not like a. He's certainly a, a bleeding heart, but he's also not quite as a. He's against the establishment. Tear down the establishment. 
that most of the stuff he talks about on his YouTube channel is about the U.S. government. Gosh, sorry, I got caught up looking. I forgot he was in a movie with Nick Cage. It got a 28% audience score and 25% Rotten Tomatoes. What was it called? Army of One. Sounds like... Gary Faulkner, Nicolas Cage, an ex-con, unemployed handyman, and modern-day Don (laughs) Kyo receives himself, receives a vision from God telling him to capture Osama Bin Laden, armed with... (laughs) Armed with only a single sword purchased from a home shopping network. Gary travels to Pakistan to complete his mission. While, while, while on his quest, Gary encounters old friends back from home in Colorado, new friends he makes in Pakistan, the enemies he makes at the CIA, and even God and Osama themselves. What in the world? How have we never heard of this God. movie? Russell Brand plays God. I'm trying to see who put Will Sasso is in it. Um... Osama bin Laden is played by Amar Shadapatil, um, who quite literally. Oh no, he's been in multiple movies. Okay, he was in Doom. He's been in three movies: Doom, Dashcam, and Army of One. I'm gonna go home and watch Army of One. I think. I think I have to. That sounds like something that doesn't need to go under the table anymore. I think my calling is to watch Army of One right now. Gets a vision from Russell Brand's God to get a sword and go to Pakistan to kill Osama bin Laden. Man, that's Nick Cage. Nick Cage. I mean, golly, dude. How in the world have I never heard of that? When did that come out? 2016. The world was a different place. You could do that, I guess. I mean, you could probably get away with yeah, it. Yeah, you now. could. Yeah, it'd be fun. I don't think now. Nick's that desperate for money. Well, you can also get away with way more. Yeah, yeah. No. He, well, Nick. Ah. Nick Cage's career is so fun because I love him. He's one of my favorite actors. It's a good person to do a deep dive on because of the fact that he has had a lot of ups and downs, but mainly a big arc since like National Treasure and all this other stuff. He like went into debt and all this other stuff, and then he came out of debt. And you can tell by the movies that he did that he was like went into debt because he was doing like crazy Where random he movies. Takes a sword and yeah. kills Osama bin Laden in Pakistan. Yeah. I think it was Osama bin Laden in Pakistan. Yeah, I, near there. Yeah, somewhere near there. Well, he was in, I would say, there are some movies he does, and I'm just like, wow, that's yeah. a good movie. And he did one, I think it was called like Pig, maybe. I never watched it, but I heard You've of it. You've heard of it? Yeah. And he basically was like, Houses a Boy, it's abuser. Gosh, it's such a good movie. Man. He's in some movie with Pedro Pascal, where Pedro Pascal plays and Nick like, plays himself. Yeah, Nick plays himself. And I was I wanted to watch it. It's one of those movies. Yeah, If it's on TBS, so I'm scrolling, yeah. I might watch it. But. Nick Cage is an underrated actor overall. I agree. I agree, man. But I just, gosh, I'm sorry. I'm just still thinking about this movie. Nick Cage is also kind of like the creed of, uh, yep, of like actors. You know, like people are like, he lived long enough to be like cool again. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how that. No, man, listen, man. Every celebrity makes their you know, comes into being popular and cool, and they fall out of it. And if they stay long enough, they come back into it. Yeah, Kanye will come back into it. Robert Downey Jr. He came back into it. We weren't as we didn't watch his. I guess we didn't watch all of Nick's, but like I wasn't really into Robert Downey Jr. and paying no attention to him before his second coming of. But when he went on the Iron Man, Tropic Thunder, and Sherlock Holmes run, you've got to yeah, and due date right around the same mm-hmm. time, that which wasn't as big as a movie, but Gosh. it had old boy from uh, The Hangover in it too. Yeah, so that was a good. Dude, Tropic film. Thunder was so good. I was listening to a podcast the other day with Robert Downey Jr. and they asked him, they're like, "Could you make that movie today?" He's like, "Yeah." 
He was like, why do people keep saying that? Yeah, that movie was hilarious. Yeah. He was like, it would get the same response, I think, if we made it today. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man. That's awesome. I wish they would. It was an amazing movie. It was so Sadly. good. But that was, you know, like the, um, that was to me like the, like that was, that was 08, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that's when movies like good, since probably about 2010, how many good comedies have we gotten? In the mid 2000s, the early to mid 2000s is the best time to write a comedy. Cause it's like, was it Paul Judd? Is that his name? Yeah. Paul Judd was just writing stuff with Seth Rogen left and right. Uh, you know, the year Tropic Thunder came out is the year, uh, Step Brothers came out. might've been the year other guys came out. Which is the year forgetting Sarah Marshall, which I mean that's yeah. more of a rom com, but you know yeah. it's a legendary one to me. It, All the of those comes movies out. are tacked onto other universes too. Though. Pineapple Express came out around that time. You got Will Will Ferrell and uh, mm. Old Boy doing movies. John together. C. Riley, yeah, around that same. It's era. 06 when Talladega Nights came out. Then they were in a Sherlock Holmes movie, yeah. and it was funny, but you know it wasn't amazing. But it was funny. I don't know, man. That's I have a whole thing about that. Like the comedy industry sucks now. Yeah. Comedy movies suck. Disney movies kind of suck. I think it's just humor is separated from like film. Like that stuff is just not as funny because for one, I don't know, we're also like adult men. So yeah. I mean, it could also be the fact that like they're like we're trying to make a movie that's like you know fun people can go out and watch, not some crazy something that we would want to see. Like that's like oh that is wild, you know. I don't know, like darker humor. I don't know. That's probably what it is. Because it's like comedians themselves are like killing it right now, like podcasts and stuff. Like, you think how many more people would rather sit at home and listen to a podcast and do something at home than go out to the movies? And also, you can blame big budget blockbuster movies for killing Marvel. The re- like, between Marvel, anything Disney was doing, and the Fast and Furious movies, and insert something else periodically. That's what people were spending their money to go to the theaters to, and it yep. wasn't really worth spending the same amount of money. And you know, mm-hmm. people weren't. People were like, "Well, we're just going to spend our money on trying to make these action movies that are just going to be whatever." And then obviously, COVID happened, and yeah, now no one cares. And every all these platforms, people would spend less money, and they could be like, "Well, we'll just go straight to streaming services with our comedy movies and stuff like that." And I think that that cause the quality of comedy movies to go down. I agree, but I mean, every now and then you still find one that's really good. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It was a stupid movie that I really enjoyed. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but uh, Seth Rogen. It was starring Seth Rogen, also starring Seth Rogen. It was like he got, like, it was in like the 1800s, he got stuck in like a vat of pickles and came out like a hundred years later and met his grandson and he was like making pickles. It was that stupid. Uh, but that was one of those that was like, oh, we randomly made a really funny movie yeah in you know 2021 or whenever it was I also yeah. just watched Freaks and Geeks for the first time so I'm big wow. on oh, Seth Rogen oh you're on a fresh right high now. from that yeah man. cause I've never watched that but I've heard people say that it I really liked it I really it liked it it makes you appreciate all the other stuff years after that that a lot of those people did together it was like yeah Freaks and Geeks happened and then like Pineapple Express and all those movies yeah. happened there's a lot of movies that's what kicked off all those movies yeah I mean Look, dude, mid two thousands comedies and rom coms are the best movies to me. Listen, we were on the honeymoon. One movie that was just on like the TV channel, we ended up like missing one. Like I think our like scheduled lunch or something for, yeah. and it was stupid. It wasn't even that funny, but it was just like I, th- I think it was so. This is so mid two thousands movie like nostalgia. Yeah. It was uh, you, me, and Dupree with oh, Owen well, Wilson. Yeah, I've never know? seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it was dumb, it was stupid. Yeah, we watched the whole thing. There's something about movies in that were just better. Yeah, once upon a time. Yeah. 
Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I'm fine with that. Uh, thank you for coming on. This nice Anytime, man. Second episode of the year. Nice. I always like to have some good empty conversation. Yeah, and it was good. That was nice. We never talk this long unless we're doing a podcast, so yeah, worked out. I don't like you that much. Fair enough. I'm happy you're married, and I'm glad you enjoyed your trip. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should I, should I pause it? No, 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 don't pause it. Beep.